cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. So welcome to another episode of Life with Lebang, courtesy of Cliff Central. It's another beautiful afternoon. Well, wherever you are in the world and wherever you're listening from, it could be the morning, it could be the night, it could be the afternoon. For us, when, when we look out the window, there's some nice sun just hitting the window and it's just bringing some nice warmth in here. And it's just a nice sunny afternoon in sunny South Africa. So thank you so much for joining us. And um, thank you for, you know, making the time to really... Listen to some positive news, some good positive influences because social media and our news outlets and media outlets are always just so full of negative stuff that we decided that we're just going to dedicate this platform to sharing the good work of others because that's what's important to us and ultimately it's what's important to all of South Africa. So I'm very excited because I'm not hanging out by myself today. As you know, on This Is Us every single week, we chill, we chill and hang out with people that are really giving of themselves or doing a service, a real service, not only for themselves, but most importantly for society, for the communities, just so that South Africa can be a better place because we've got so much potential in this country. There's so much talent and it's just going to waste. So I'm happy to introduce you today to my guest. Her name is Shay. Okay, we're just going to call her Shay. Because I walked into to the office. I'm like, hey, Cheryl. She's like, uh, 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 don't call me Cheryl. You can call me Shay. I was like, okay. So she'll tell you why that is. And today she's representing an organization called Meals and Wheels. And if you think about that, Meals on Wheels. Oh, my bad. She's here today representing an organization called Meals on Wheels. And if you think about that, it's pretty straightforward. It's, you know, meals that come on wheels, which is also very cool as a concept. And I think it's a very, very... Exciting name and we're just going to hear all about the wonderful work that they are doing and um, how they are serving the people of South Africa. So Shay, welcome to This Is Us. Thank you, Lebang. Much appreciated. Um, I'm so glad that you're here because we've actually been trying to chat to you for a while now uh-huh. and finally we were able to lock you in. Thank you so much. So yes, first and foremost, Meals on Wheels. Where did it all begin? Lebang, it started in 1965. A gentleman by the name of Dr. Dennis Baird recognized in the East London community mm. that particularly the aged are extremely vulnerable, mm. oftentimes forgotten by their families, um, unable to get enough aid from the state, mm. some who had simply fallen on hard times, and some who were barely able to keep a roof over their head yeah. were in desperate need of decent food. And his initiative began with a small group of women from his local church, yeah. and he got them to coordinate and volunteer. And this is one of the reasons why I personally appreciate Meals on Wheels and joined the organization is that as an organization, they really do spend most of their money mm. on actually providing the food and the services. Their model for operating is one of partnering with church organizations to use their kitchens mm. To you cook and then distribute the food from there, yeah. which really cuts on operating costs. Mm-hmm. 
So as an organization, um, it is a public benefit organization. It has a PBO number. And every branch has their own NPO number and PBO number. That basically means that if a company wants to donate towards a branch, they can do that and get a Section 18A tax certificate. So any organization out there wanting to benefit from a tax benefit and donating to uh, a Meals on Wheels branch can Mm. do that. Cool. So if if you guys have been around since 1964, that was a very long time ago. I mean, a lot has been happening um, in the country. There's been a lot of changes. Um, That means that the growth must have been, I mean, crazy. You guys are still around. How many branches do you guys have? And like how far, if this started like in East London, as you said, how far in South Africa have you guys spread or are you still just focusing in, um, in East London? Not at all, Labang. It has grown. Um, nationwide, we have 700 service points. My goodness. We've got over 1,400 caring volunteers. And wow. when I say that, it really is people who care mm. because these are people who take time off work, mm. take time out of their businesses and come and help make the wheels of Meals on Wheels turn. Yeah, We've got 280 plus vehicles, delivery vehicles with what we call the hoppers. Yeah. Those are the people who actually deliver the food and deliver hope mm. and sit with people and give help and counsel. And I think last year we donated over basically 31 million meals. Wow. Through, through 2021. And, so. and last year was quite a tricky year for us as a country. I mean, never mind the COVID-19 pandemic. There was also, and the lockdown, there was also the, the riots that took place in July. How did that have an effect on the work that you guys do? It's actually, Really empowering when you can drive around firstly and you mm. have a certificate that says that you're allowed to be on the road yep. when, when others aren't. Yeah. So in many ways, it did affect some of our particularly feeding scheme programs because our branch, for example, runs three specific projects. Mm-hmm. One of them is in Deep Sluit, okay, where we go to the community center and we partner there with other nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. who are doing upliftment programs and supply meals to the aged who come there to learn skills. Mm. And then from there, they try to generate an income with the items that they make. The greatest challenge has been access to people. Okay. Um, and I think that for us, we're very grateful for the release or, or the upliftment of the lockdown. Yeah. Because it's allowed us quicker access once again to, to those who are really vulnerable. Mm. Another feeding project that we run is in Riverside View where there is government housing project. Mm-hmm. And this is where you find a lot of your, your elderly, your gokos who are looking after grandchildren, mm. where families have really felt the knock. You know, nobody's untouched by COVID. Of course. Many people phoned in and said, look, I've managed to pay my rent, but I have no food. 
Mm. Um, and, you know, when, when you've got a father calling in and he says, look, I have to put my pride in my pocket. Yeah. I've managed to pay the rent, but we have no baby food. Mm. Is there any way that you could help us just to get some formula? Yeah. Um, it's absolutely heartbreaking. For sure. Mm. So for us, COVID did affect us, but one of the amazing things with, with volunteers and, and with our teams is that people really get creative. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they will find a way. There's to, always a way. There is just a resilience in, in the South African public that is astounding. Mm. And our volunteers, I think, get an extra dose of creative resourcing and uh, resilience in helping get the food to the most vulnerable. Mm, mm. I think that's so, that's so interesting, especially the word creative. Because one trend that I've specifically noticed um, in speaking to people every week who also do good work and give back to the community is that it's almost as though after COVID, there was a spark that just happened across the entire country. And people just kind of stood up and got things done and helped as many people as they could. Even if it meant, you know, it was at no cost to them, really just like the little that they had, they were willing to share with the next person. And getting creative in how they were going to get things done. And you're absolutely right. I think that's what makes South Africa very special is that we're in a place now where even during the toughest and the hardest times, we still stand up and we still come together as a country and we put that aside and say, look, you know, let's, let's fix, let's solve, let's help one another. Absolutely. I, we, we unfortunately lost some of our donors because um, I think people were just realizing that the, their circumstances changed yeah. and they weren't in the same position to, to donate. Mm. But at the same time, we got even more creative with resources. Mm. So it meant doing more actually with less. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also many people were, were very, Focused on the immediate environments mm-hmm. and saying, okay, let me see what I can do in my immediate environment. Yes. I think we as a volunteer team, we're nine volunteers in the local Sunning Hill branch, which is basically the Santon Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Um, we, I found that the team specifically came out themselves mm. and just gave more of themselves, gave more of their resources. So there was, there's an, a, a wonderful camaraderie in that. And people were going to their companies and saying, look, I know we're retrenching, but can you assist? Mm. And companies did come forward. We had a specific um, program, a food parcel program, which prior COVID was not really part of our mandate. Mm. But we were able to give food parcels to to families in need. Mm. You know, where we historically would focus on people who were not able to cook a nutritious meal for themselves. We now had homes and households were saying, we can cook, but we have nothing. So in December, we were in a fortunate position to raise money and to hand out food parcels to people who, who were able to take care of themselves, but simply had nothing. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's so interesting. I, I want to talk a little bit about, about the services that you guys offer. I know there's a long list of things that you guys do outside of just, um, you know, the food aspect of things. Can you share a bit more about the other services that you guys are involved in? Absolutely. So, as I said, we've got a number of branches countrywide. Yeah. We've got the, the, the 700 service points. Each branch basically has 
I wouldn't say can't blanche, but they, they definitely have room to maneuver when it comes to the needs in their particular community. Okay. Some branches are very involved with orphanages. Oh. They would get involved and, and not only from a food perspective, but also supporting in helping with life skills and a number of other initiatives. Mm. We are not afraid of partnering with other nonprofit organizations to, to make a greater impact. Yeah. Because what we find is when we take hands, we can make a greater difference mm. than when we work alone. We have old age homes. Uh, there are two that are specifically in our area that re- are a benefit to people as well as service centers. So basically community centers, and that's where I initially got involved yeah. with the Blegari Community Center. I was cooking and we would drop off the food there Mm. and then the hoppers would come and collect. So it wasn't a full service center, but a service center will do things like do their hair, help them with their nails Mm. and their feet, giving Mm. a little manicure and a pedicure. And these are all people doing this for free. Mm. So you will find beauticians and, and people who are skilled coming and just helping the elderly get the care that they need. Wow! One of the most moving stories was that a gentleman said that the only human touch he gets once every two months is when he comes to a service center. He has no one else oh, that no. touches him physically. Mm. And just to get that human touch mm. was his primary reason for coming. Yeah. He would even make a donation, you know, and just say that although he's financially able, mm. he's completely alone. Sure. And so the service center's were very much affected, obviously, by COVID. Mm. But as things are slowly relaxing and opening up, we're seeing that um, facility increasing and people are slowly returning to to the service centers. Mm. And then, yes, the homeless. You know, this is probably the most vulnerable in our society. And it is alarming how the – in our area specifically, there has been a real increase in homelessness. Where people don't have support systems, mm. their family members are too far away, and or they simply cannot help. They yeah. find themselves in in similar circumstances, and there is the socioeconomic demographic of of the poverty stricken increasing in South Africa. Yeah. It is yeah. truly a reality, mm. and it's in every community. Mm. Sure. So you cover, you guys cover a wide range, um, of services. I find it extremely interesting that people who are even financially able and are perhaps lonely can still come to one of your service centers and, and get the help that, um, that they need. That, that's, a, that's extremely special because that does show that there's just a wide range of needs that exist, um, within the South African context. It's, most times we really do just focus on, you know, the poverty and um, hunger and housing and the, the, the lack thereof of, of what people have access to. But really, sometimes the needs are as simple as, uh, you know, companionship and just that, that human touch and that friendship and that feeling of, of, of longing because those are, are needs that, are, in, a, in a way, I can say aren't tangible. Um, they, you know, you can't put like a price on it. But if you're a human being that's living and breathing, you do need that. Absolutely. Sure. One of the, I think one of the amazing things with, 
with Meals on Wheels is the fact that our hoppers are trained mm-hmm. to to interact and offer that psychological and emotional support. Mm-hmm. And not only hoppers, but all, all our volunteers are are not just there to deliver a meal. Yeah. It's not simply just seeing to people's physical needs. Mm. The the greatest challenge in in that is obviously the resources. Yeah. Not every branch has the ability to to run full time and there are some people who for example their children are overseas. Yeah. And they just want to ensure that their parents are getting Proper balanced nutrition. Yeah. So they, we've got certain um, branches who are have the facility to actually do specific drops at people's homes. Many people struggle to get into retirement villages and old age homes yeah. in this country. Not yeah. only state owned, but also in the private sector. Mm. And so they're forced to to remain at home and they're not as self-sufficient. Mm. So where we can, we try to assist with that transitioning as well mm. to, you know, to move from being independent. And, you know, we often have to deal with somebody who who's no longer able to drive. Yeah. And then what what do families do? Mm. You know, if you're far away and your your parents are no longer as self-sufficient as they used to be, Mm. how do you help them transition that? It's a very difficult process. Mm. It's hard to relinquish control. And so we we help and advise in in situations like that as well. Yeah, that's also just so special um, because what you're saying is really the reality for so many South Africans. It's it's true that you know they cannot get into one or other old age home for whatever the reason is. So to know that you guys do offer. Um, that as assistance, you know, and you, you walk people through that process and you have that psychological aspect that you assist in as well is so important because even, even for the person that, um, is watching their parent have to adjust and go through these changes, there's also psychological effects on them as well because they also don't know how to deal with this. And, um, the fact that they can get help from you guys as well is just so great. I, I find that so wonderful. And do, did you guys ever struggle with volunteering? Because most of the people that we speak to, um, that we engage with when we do this is us are average South Africans. And some of them say they just don't know where to start. Like mm-hmm. they want to help. They want to get involved, but they don't know where to go or where yes. to begin to even just give of their time or of their money. So do you ever like struggle with getting resources? And also what would your advice be to the South African listening right now who does want to get involved? Lebang, yes. Um, firstly, we've we've ch- been challenged, obviously, with resources, and I think mm-hmm. that's as a country. Yes, yeah, everybody yeah. everybody has felt the pinch. However, uh, volunteers, we had to cut back on some of our volunteers with COVID restrictions. Obviously, you know what's the number of people permitted in our kitchens, etc. Yeah, and yet we've had people cooking from home in some branches. I know that's that's happened. Then they just deliver the food, mm. and you you have a standard menu, so everybody cooks the same thing, and you end up throwing it all in one pot. Mm. So um, hopefully, it all turns out great. <laughs> but when it comes to volunteers, we definitely do do need more assistance. Certain branches have a very consistent flow of volunteers. Okay, I know that we at the Santon branch could definitely do with more. We're based in Sunning Hill, 
and it's in Melindy Road, which is basically opposite the Leucorp Prison. Okay. And we're there using the Santon Seventh-day Adventist Church kitchen, mm. where they've kindly permitted us to use their kitchen. And we could definitely do with more volunteers. Mm. We donations, we I think specifically on the non-perishables, we have a real need, especially for our food parcel program. So what I'd suggest to people is they can go to our website. Okay. Um our website is the is meals on wheels santon.org.za and I know that's quite a long um, URL or um, (laughs) address but that is mealsonwheelssanton.org.za we're a South African organization obviously and you can contact us there you can either arrange to deliver or if needs be we can collect bulk um, donations definitely it's financially justifiable for us mm. unfortunately with the smaller donations what we recommend to people is can you save up and then make a, a larger donation mm. but financial donations are more than welcome as I say if there's any company out there who wants to give a few thousand you'll get a tax uh, mm. certificate for that mm. but you can also reach us on our email address which is contact at mealsonwheelssanton.org.za And then we are reachable on our telephone number, which is 011-807-4131 as well. And as I said, we are in the Sunning Hill area, and we have a WhatsApp number as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, and, and a cell number if people need to. There's 0837930412 for donations. And then the WhatsApp number is the same, 0837930412. Awesome. Okay, I hope I hope that was clear and I hope um everybody listening did get that and if you are interested in donating, you said non-perishables. Ideally, ideally, um, okay. If there's perishables, obviously they need to be donated and and just arranged with us. Mm. We're trying to reach out to um, shops in the area. And in the Sunning Hill or Santon area that may have products that are coming close to their sell-by date that they would be willing to donate, we'd be happy to collect that. Mm. I know that many organizations already collecting from from some of the um, stores in the area, but any where in the Santon or Sunning Hill area, even Midrand, mm. we'd happily go and collect uh, perishables as well. Yeah. But non-perishables, any time, it would be much appreciated. And then on our website as well, if people want to participate and want to come and volunteer, we would be very glad to, to have them do that. And they're welcome to go to our website, mealsonwheelssanton.org.za, to, to join the volunteer program. Awesome. Oh, that's such fantastic news. So again, if you're listening out right now and you have no clue where to start, I think this is a good place to start because it seems like there's a wide variety of ways that you can assist. Um, if your strength is maybe not in cooking, but it's in something else that could be of value to someone in the community. I've got a strong feeling that Meals on Wheels is the place uh, to contact so you can participate in that. Thank you, Lebang. Yes. And if you've got 
previously loved or, or, or should I say um, well-conditioned clothing, um, we always have a need for that as well. And um, we are happy for, for donations mm. of, of clothing and items that, that we could share, but particularly clothing yeah. for, for children and the elderly and yeah, any, any clothing that is in good condition. Yes. That is something we, we stress to people because we often find that donors don't take too much care and we end up having to filter through a lot of stuff that's not in very good condition. Mm, and ultimately can't be used. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, look, like we said earlier, we get creative Absolutely. with some of the ways. So if, if, if we happen to get a bucket of unused, uh, unusable clothes, maybe we just sew it all together and make a blanket or something out of it, and right? Use it for stuffing for pillows. There we go. <laughs> look at us being all creative. And that's, that is the, the real night. I think my favorite thing about South Africans is that we don't give up and we do keep trying or we always find a way we always find a way Shay thank you so much for your time thank you so much for being here and I wish uh, Meals on Wheels all the best in the future and everything that you guys do and I just wish that all the people's lives that you touch can get changed and can just grow and open Um, and I I just I wish more and more people volunteer and participate in your guys' work Nabang, thank you. If there's anyone out there who wishes to donate another vehicle to us, we could definitely do with that. Yes. So um, please, big business, it's an appeal to you. Mm. And um, yes, thank you to our volunteers and to you for creating awareness mm. of what is being done in the community. Awesome. Thank you so much. Eh? This is, of course, another episode of This Is Us on Life with Labang, courtesy of cliffcentral.com. Let's do everything in our power to make South Africa a great and wonderful country because that's ultimately what it deserves to be. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.